हाय गाइस अस्सलाम वालेकुम वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ हैप्पी चर्प आज हमारे साथ हैं सोनिया रहमान हु हैज अचीव्ड अ लॉट बाय द वे आई वाज रीडिंग हर प्रोफाइल एंड यू हैव डन अ लॉट माशाल्लाह एंड बट इन अ इन अ स्मॉल आई वुड से दैट प्रोफेशनली शी इज अ एन आर्ट एंड कल्चर जर्नलिस्ट राइट दैट्स हाउ वी वुड दैट्स राइट कॉल यू बट ऑल द थिंग्स दैट शी हैज डन वो हम जब इनसे बात करेंगे एंड इन दिस जर्नी यू विल बी एबल टू सी के वॉट आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट वैन आई मेंट ऑल द थिंग्स दैट शी हैज़ डन सो हाउ आर यू आई एम ग्रेट एंड थैंक यू सो मच फॉर हैविंग मी हेयर आई एम वेरी एक्साइटेड आई एम ऑल्सो वेरी एक्साइटेड टू हैव दिस conversation with you um yeah. so let's like dive into your life ke um where were you born and raised where do you come from uh so lahore pakistan um from the get go um we moved to karachi for a couple of years in between while growing up mm-hmm. uh but it's mainly been uh lahore mm-hmm. and then a couple of years ago we moved to islamabad it's been about almost three and a half four years now mm-hmm. and uh but then i moved back to lahore a few months ago because i don't know i just feel like you know especially regarding media and journalism and other projects lahore is kind of like this this place which where i feel my most creative mm-hmm. so i moved back so i'm in between both lahore and islamabad right now uh-huh. sahi so uh, aapki family like lahore se belong karti thi or did they at some point move from somewhere or what okay <laughs> so my family background is a bit varied um my grandfather's family side of the family they're in India uh my grandmother's side are from Iran father side Achha. yes <laughs> so um so they met in Pune in India um and uh that's how they met and they got married they had children and then they moved to uh, they didn't my grandmother moved to Pakistan Achha. and uh my father's side of the family are third generation afghans and um Achha. so kind of like a mixed Mix, breed to be yeah, honest mixed breed yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i can so, tell yeah. by the way yeah. like you you're not just like you know purely the subcontinent india pakistan <laughs> but the uh, afghan iran features are there <laughs> So Lahore mein apne how yeah. was your life growing up what was your childhood like where did you get your early education from Okay so basically humna i mean you know just um going by the background mm. um i'll just talk a little bit about how I always felt and my family always always felt like we didn't really belong in society because we were so mixed. So, you know, I think we always had and I always had this chip on my shoulder. I'm not really Lahori, I'm not really Pakistani enough. Uh, but I tried very hard, you know, and I think one way that I discovered my identity in the city of Lahore in Pakistan was through journalism. connecting with people writing about people but there was always that chip on my shoulder there was always this thing that i perhaps i'm not good enough or pakistani enough mm-hmm. what is it for me to be a pakistani what can i give back mm-hmm. so there was always this thing you know because even in our in our in our home it was very different we didn't really speak urdu as such acha we would speak english mm-hmm. and then it was very hard growing up in school and then doing my o levels in bloomfield hall is very difficult to kind of like relate with people mm. but then it was like a slow gradual process and um yeah and i think only abhi aake i really do feel that i have every right to belong to this country mm. it's so strange right i've never lived for more than a year outside pakistan mm. but i always felt like i never really belonged here mm-hmm. abhi aake post covid at the age of 39 you feel I, like you have belong here like yeah. 
اکثر لوگ کہتے ہیں کہ یو نو تم باہر کیوں نہیں چلی جاتی ہو آئی ہیو ٹرائڈ یو نو وینٹ فار مائی ماسٹرس ابراڈ ٹرائڈ ورکنگ ان دبئی فار ایئر بٹ ابھی آ کے موسو ناؤ دا اولڈر آئی گیٹ آئی ول نیور لیو پاکستان Some people may think I'm stupid and they've even said that to my face, but I'm very loyal to this country. And my bread and butter has been on writing about overlooked people, overlooked artists in Pakistan. So maybe there's a bit of narcissism there too, that I'll go and then who will do it? Which is so stupid. But what I understand is that there is a connection there now. because of your work as well yes so if you true. this did has been your work to phir aapko loyalty zyada feel hoti hai that if i have talked about this in my work so then i need to stay in this country exactly i i get that that's Haan. so true mm. i think humna through other people's stories interviewing them reporting on them i found myself I get that so much recently yeah. um I, i mean i haven't like you've been doing this for a while i've only started the podcast like one and a half year ago yeah and um <clears throat> i realized in this time ke um somebody asked me uh, recently you know i lost my father uh, around 12 years ago theek oh, hai and Sorry. on this and uh, a couple of other things as well obviously har kisi ke apne experiences aur wo hote hain like bad times come and they happen and things happen yeah um but i i've recently realized that 12 years mein ab jaake suddenly i feel more healed so somebody said this to me do you think it's because of your podcast and i realized mm. that in a way yes mm. i have spoken to so many women so many people that it has it has helped me this the conversations it's like therapy in a way absolutely the conversations have have helped me heal because yes. i've spoken to other people about their loss their life their uh, woe so somehow you know like i found a way to heal myself through other people and yeah. their conversations and it's also true that the more you talk to other people you find pieces of yourself so identity aapki zyada establish hoti hai absolutely because you're getting into conversations you never thought about exactly and that helps you discover what you really think about these things beautifully <laughs> said beautifully said yeah. and um humna absolutely and i think hamare moashre mein گریف ڈپریشن ہم ان چیزوں کو ان سبجیکٹس کو بہت انٹرنلائز کر دیتے ہیں اونلی ابھی آ کے وتھ دس انٹائر موومنٹ اینڈ یو نو ایون آن لائک یوٹیوب اینڈ سوشل میڈیا اباؤٹ سیلف اویئرنیس نوئنگ دا سیلف فائنڈنگ آؤٹ یور پرپز دیس آر ویری نیو کانسیپٹس اینڈ آئی تھنک بٹ سلولی اٹس گاٹن دا کانورسیشنل بال موونگ اینڈ پیپل آر ناؤ ٹرائنگ ٹو انڈرسٹینڈ اچھا ویئر آر مائی پین پوائنٹس وٹ ڈو آئی نیڈ ٹو فکس وٹ ڈو آئی نیڈ ٹو ہیل and uh, that's wonderful actually to hear that through your work you found a way to pull yourself out of that grief which lasted so many years so many years yeah. and i'm sure it must have been very traumatizing to go on for so so long for over a decade i yeah. can understand i can even feel your pain right now yeah but um you know um i i think we bate when you find your purpose and when you're connecting with people uh you kind of like forget your grief yeah. and like you said right now you're you you feel like you're 
you can relate to yes. the person you're interviewing. Yes. So it just kind of like sheds a bit. And also like you, you know? share your grief as well. When someone is talking about loss or sharing grief here, hmm. so you <clears throat> share your and it's like grieving together and healing together. Wali cheez hai. You don't yeah. feel so alone in the, in, in the process. Yeah. Obviously like other factors have to do with it. But hmm. I do think that this is a very, very integral part of my healing process absolutely and i think healing will always be up and down but yeah. it's it's something like right now i feel like the podcast has really helped me with that so when you said that point i thought ki main ye bhi apna thoda sa share karu aspect that's wonderful that. to hear <clears throat> by the way yeah so yeah. um ha so we were we were talking about ha you feeling like you finally yeah. sort of uh, belong to this country exactly, so but growing yeah. up like you said that for the longest time you use the word you had this chip on your shoulder mm. and for the longest time you couldn't understand <laughs> how did that affect you growing up wohi baat hai humna i just felt like okay like you know little things like during eid at mm. a friend's wedding or a family wedding or like we weren't doing the things that other families in pakistan were doing you know we were just in our own little cocoon and just kind of like on like survival is it because you didn't have a lot of relatives yes hmm. exactly very good point not a lot of relatives and also my mother has been a single parent you know Achha. for most of her life Achha, okay so that was also something where it was just we were focused on survival she had to get the bills paid you know there were many times where she was like working two jobs at a time so i've seen her like really put her nose to the grind so and as a result of that and then obviously Pakistani society in the 90s I remember when I was a kid growing up was very unforgiving they'd be like hi allah divorcee hmm. working woman must be a bad person yes wo to ek hota tha na ki kharab aurat wali wali exactly aur wo labels used to be very painful yes. even though my mother is a very different kind of person she would be like don't think about what people say do your own thing you know earn your money earn your bread in a good rightful way um you know make yourself happy do the right thing by people and that's all you need to do you'll sleep well at night but it used to affect me and i used to be like no but why is that teacher saying that about you why is that you know parents saying that like i remember once in my o levels on my birthday um a very dear friend of mine wasn't allowed to come to my house because her mother said that sonia's family is kharab because her mother's a divorcee oh my god so she yeah. could only drop the gift off at my gate so imagine having little experiences like that's crazy in this day and age you think like how mad how because mad. the woh stigma hai nahi anymore allah ka shukr hai you know women are more emancipated woh shame nahi hai but um but yeah so i think that's why through all these experiences the chip got bigger and bigger and bigger yeah yeah that's tough i think growing up yeah. with that is tough but okay so you mentioned that your mother was divorced yes <clears throat> your mother was a single mother yes what's that like to have a single mom and also mm. to be the child of a divorced parent mm. um i don't know i'm sorry agar ye thoda no, sa wo hai no, no, but no. um and if you don't want to answer that's okay as well okay but do you think that you can share some perspective on that absolutely i think when you're a child when you're growing up you're seeing other you know during parent teacher meetings during uh you know um sports competitions during plays you know whatever um you see other children i would see other children with their parents coming you know a set of parents too and there i would see just my mom 
So of course you grew up thinking there's something wrong with you. Mm. You grew up thinking there's something wrong with your family. Mm. And of course and societal influence it puts that in your years, right? So I think growing up I always felt like you know there was something missing, there was something lacking. You feel like there's some sort of emotional amputation. बाद में जाके मेनी ईयर्स लेटर आई रिमेंबर फ्रेंड टेलिंग मी ड्यूरिंग वन ऑफ माई यू नो वी वुड टॉकिंग वी हैड अ हार्ट टू हार्ट सेशन वंस एंड शी वॉज लाइक यू नो योर मदर इज अ मदर एंड फादर बोथ सो नेवर थिंक यू आर लैकिंग एंड दैट ऑलवेज स्टेड इन माई माइंड एंड इट रियली शिफ्टेड माई परस्पेक्टिव एंड आज लाइक दैट सो ट्रू शी इज बीन अ वुमन इन दिस टफ टफ सोसाइटी बट फंक्शन लाइक अ मैन एंड हैज़ बीन द बोथ स्टेबल फादर एंड द मदर द केयर गिवर द इमोशनल सॉफ्टी you know for me and my brother to fall back on so i think growing up with a father always felt like something's lacking and all children go through this right no matter how much love was in my life no matter how much whatever support there was um but at the same time as a result humna what happens is with single parent children ek to i don't like this concept or oh, broken home yeah broken home yeah any any child in a dysfunctional family life setup is a broken home mm. imagine yes. growing up in a in a house where i've had friends growing up in a house where the parents are constantly bickering with each other there's no love in that home yeah. it's a broken home it's a broken home to um as a result what happens is in one's adulthood and that's happened with me that you feel like you don't need a man hmm you know i understand you feel like you don't need a man which is wrong yeah everyone needs companionship yeah but wo ek build ho gayi because you you basically aapke liye familiar or normal jo cheez hoti hai wo aapko sabse sahi lagti hai exactly ke ha so i think yeah. yeah i get that i get that yeah Like ज़रूरत ही नहीं थी लाइक यू बिकॉज यू थिंक यू फील लाइक यू नो दिस इज कम्प्लीट वाई वुड एनी बडी नीड दैट एंड दैट मेक्स अलॉट दैट मेक्स अलॉट ऑफ सेंस सो हाउ डू यू थिंक दैट दैट समथिंग दैट यू हैव बिगिन टू अंडरस्टैंड लाइक यू सेट कि दैट्स नॉट राइट एवरीबडी नीड्स यू थिंक एवरीबडी नीड्स अ कंपेनियन सो हाउ हैव यू अनलर्न दिस कॉन्सेप्ट इन योर हैड So I'm not growing so I I went to the law school of economics I studied finance there and I really scraped through that degree because mera main plan tha to go to NCA to be an artist mm-hmm. fair at that time my friends were getting nikah fight and, and engaged and we were like 21 22 years mm-hmm. old us waqt se I was like bas maine shaadi karni hai I want to be married mm-hmm. I want to have children I want to be a mom mm-hmm. but it never really happened mm-hmm. you know and um of course I had a role to play in it too I think sometimes one has high expectations one doesn't really compromise as such and but above all of that 80% of it was my perception of my life ke maine kuch banna hai to stand on my own two feet mm-hmm. So I stopped looking at marriage as this avenue of complete fulfillment. Mm. I didn't look at it as the holy grail of my life. Which is a good thing. It's a good In thing in many Hamna. ways. Uh, It's Sonia. a good thing, but I feel like now at this age, mm. it's true when they used to say, you know, the older generation, you'll get too set in your ways. Be careful. Mm. I feel it now. Mm. You get too set in your ways, and also I think there comes a point where you're like, okay, I've peaked early in my career. Mm. Now what? Hmm. No okay yeah you know? yeah companionship to aapki rehti hai aur aage tak jati hai exactly yeah makes sense i think yeah i think it's just that you know you shouldn't be extremes mein nahi chalna chahiye balance Absolutely. zaruri hai yes. marriage is not the holy grail 
and it shouldn't be for anyone that's right uh, yeah. it's important ye baat lekin nahi bhulni chahiye ki it's not important yeah. like if it's something that you that that you think that you want to do then you have to think about it as well very true you know yeah. so yeah that makes sense yeah. so growing up um uh did you what did you see yourself as ki main bade okay kya banungi बिकॉज आई एम श्योर क्योंकि कुछ लोगों का तो ये होता है ना कि उन्होंने बिकॉज उनकी मदर्स वर्किंग नहीं होती है उन्होंने देखा तो फॉर लॉट ऑफ गर्ल्स दे डोंट इवन रियली केयर और थिंक अबाउट लाइक शादी हो जाएगी पीपल आर लाइक बट फॉर यू वॉट यू वॉन्ट टू बीसोरी बस हाँ शादी आई वॉज आई वॉज दैट Yeah, mm-hmm. honey. But I'll get married, and life will be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I still think that way at this age. I still think that way. That yes, getting married and having children and being a mom is like the be all and end all of what. I mean, it is a very wholesome thing. It and is. At the end of the yeah. day, it's a very fulfilling, wholesome, cute, <laughs> nice thing to <laughs> That's have. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose in all of that, you shouldn't lose your sense yes, of self. Yes, yes, that. Right. Uh, But that is the balance I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm. Your um, your identity shouldn't revolve around those. roles na yes huh. exactly mm-hmm. um but coming back to your question i didn't really know what i wanted to do mm-hmm. um even though by the age of like 9 i started writing and i was writing poetry and you know writing these silly little stories and then i started getting published in the nation's uh, uh children's Bacchola. section ha. exactly ha. Uh, ha young nation ha. uh arif nizami was the editor at the time and i was 13 years old and i started getting published um but um i didn't really know what i wanted to do but all i knew was i want to hurry up and grow big become big become a big person so i can support my mother uh-huh. so i can be the buffer towards for her against the world because and i know this is going to sound like a sob story but i'm so tired of people judging her yeah. for being the divorcee for being the working woman you know yeah. and but thank god humna thank god for social media thank god for the internet that that perception is gone yeah thank god yeah because you know? there are people who had to go through it and interesting because yeah. you know aapka um the mark jo hai wo us aurat pe jiske sath hua hai wahan tak jata hai but this is the perspective of her daughter yes Okay, you know, true. like how she, how it made her feel that she wanted yeah. to become big so she can protect her mother from yeah. whatever the society was doing to her. Exactly. Very interesting. Yeah. So you 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 start you. आपका interest हो गया into writing, but uh, you didn't know exactly कि अच्छा क्या करना है. कभी ये नहीं था कि doctor बनना है या engineer बनना है, teacher बनना है. Because लोगों का होता है इस तरह से. Okay. I think it was you know how kids are. They like oh, सब कुछ बनना है. Ah, true. <laughs> right. Which is so great. By the way, <laughs> exactly. because as a kid, you're just like the world is my blank canvas. Yeah. <laughs> and I can be any and everything. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Say. And then um, so when you then grew up, so mm-hmm. um, what did you decide to uh, pursue in your higher education? Okay. And how did you? decide yeah. that so while i was scraping through this disgusting finance degree mm-hmm. where i'm like oh my god statistics and this and so that. why did you choose it in the first place i didn't choose it it was chosen for me because my mother's like i don't want you to struggle like i did uh-huh, okay. get your bba on the trauma response do <laughs> 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 you know ab ye mere sath hua hai to no i yeah. get that yeah, 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 yeah. so to protect you yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like kicking <clears throat> and screaming through that degree 
बट देन वट हैपन वॉज आई हर्ड के डेली टाइम्स में दे नीडेड एन अप्रेंटिस एन अप्रेंटिस फॉर दिस संडे मैगजीन एंड संडे वॉज रिलेटिवली न्यू इन दोज डेज आई वॉज एटीन नाइनटीन एंड आज लाइक मैं अप्लाई करूँगी सो आई अप्लाइड ऑन द क्वाइट गॉट दी अप्रेंटिस दिस इज ड्यूरिंग यूनिवर्सिटी एग्जैक्टली एंड गॉट दी अप्रेंटिसशिप एंड आफ्टर स्कूल आफ्टर स्कूल के आफ्टर कॉलेज आई गो स्ट्रेट टू डेली टाइम्स दी ऑफिस विच वॉज ऑल्सो इन गुलबर्ग एंड आई वॉज वर्किंग फॉर कपल ऑफ आर्स देर and that's when i knew at that age ke i want to be in the media field mm-hmm. and us waqt i think since then humna it was just cemented for me because it was so much fun mm-hmm. seeing your byline in the paper in the magazine mm-hmm. being on the back end doing all this stuff it was just so exciting mm-hmm. you know or what then again some things like like writing brings you joy yeah, yeah. absolutely <clears throat> yeah So yeah. then you finished your degree finished my degree mm-hmm. and then for a couple of years um you know I just tried a little bit of everything I was with FM89 for a bit for a couple of months they had just launched and I was like oh my god maine RJ banna hai mm-hmm. ridiculous then did that did a bit of hum tv I was a host for an architecture show Achha. for I did about 7 episodes How was your experience on tv It was interesting um it was interesting I wouldn't say it was the best because it was very rough in the sense that even though it was a very like niche architecture show on Hum TV interviewing people like Nayar Ali Dada stuff like uh, architects like that yeah, but it was like very looks focused mm-hmm. you know and I had to drop like 20 pounds in a month Haan. to get that Somebody else also came on my show who said the same yeah. thing ke okay. टी वी पे काम करने का ये कि इट्स ऑल अबाउट द लुक्स इट्स ऑल अबाउट द लुक्स एग्जैक्टली एंड इवन देन इट वॉज लाइक के अच्छा यू नो कैन शी डू इट और नॉट शी इज़ नॉट यू नो दैट थिन एक्सेट्रा एक्सेट्रा बट खैर वो हो गया इट वॉज इंटरेस्टिंग सो डिड अ लिटल बिट ऑफ एवरी थिंग डिड अ बिट ऑफ इंग्लिश कॉपी राइटिंग एज वेल एट एन एड एजेंसी एंड करते करते आई स्टार्टड वर्किंग फुल टाइम एट द न्यूज़ द न्यूज़ इंटरनेशनल एंड आई वॉज हेडिंग द लाहौर ऑफिस फॉर इन स्टेप द इन स्टेप पेपर डिड दैट for a year and that's when i started realizing humna ke i need a masters acha um otherwise there was no family pressure mother pressure nothing at all but i was like i still want to study journalism matlab maine isko iski academic ko bhi understand karna hai ke actual mein the the yeah. education side of this exactly. how do you do it how in the most formal it? ways exactly yeah. how can you be a good writer <clears throat> and even though it's not needed in this day and age anyone can be a writer anyone can be a media person you just have to have you just have to have that passion for it yeah khair that's another topic mm-hmm. so karte karte i then applied just cold applied to columbia school of journalism graduate school of journalism got admission that year couldn't go because of a lack of finances couldn't even afford my plane ticket oh acha asked them to defer my application karte karte um two years passed applied for the fulbright thanks to a friend maria she was like you have to do it i was like maria i don't even have money to pay for my gre exam you know here i'm trying to make ends meet as a journalist i can't she was like i'll do it for you so i mean i'm so grateful to her for that so she funded my gre my toefl i paid her back and uh, got the fulbright and fulbright application humna mein hota hai na they give you three options what are your desired schools number 1 was columbia and then it's like up to them yeah. uscfp gave <coughs> what they'll choose for you and amazingly enough it was columbia columbia wow <laughs> yay uh, wow yeah. columbia must have been something 
it really was something um but you know now when i think about it hamna i really feel your work on the field as a journalist is your education yeah there's some things you can never learn from the books exactly bilkul sahi columbia was a great experience from a life experience point of view where i was like where i had to be confident mm-hmm. like i'll give you an example as soon as we landed we had a two day orientation and literally by the third fourth day our professors were like okay this is your topic you have to report on get out there mm-hmm. to imagine mm-hmm. i was a complete fresh off the boat student literally mm-hmm. and i was like how do i even communicate with people i mean how am i going to do this how old were you when you were i was 27 mm-hmm. i wasn't even a kid mm-hmm. i was 20- 26 actually i graduated when i was 27 and mm-hmm. i was like i can't do this mm-hmm. even the subway used to scare me mm-hmm. i was you know one of those typical pakistanis you know they see is where i'm like oh my god this is insane the skyscrapers you know <laughs> the portion yes. sizes you uh-huh. know <laughs> uh-huh. so but when i came back things started becoming i had a lot of clarity i was looking at pakistan with fresh eyes i was looking at what i wanted to give back with fresh eyes hmm i think sometimes it's really important to get away yeah. because ab get away karte ho to phir aapko zyada clarity hoti hai when you come back with any situation yes. be it a relationship a friendship a job anything yeah because while you're in it it's very hard to be objective yeah. it's very yes. hard to think rationally but when you're outside yeah. looking at it from the outside and then when you come back to yeah. thoda sa आप रैशनली और ऑब्जेक्टिवली उस चीज़ के बारे में सोच और उसको समझ सकते हो राइट सो वैन यू केम बैक यू सेट के फ्रेश आईज के साथ आपने देखा सो वट इज़ इट दैट दैन यू वॉन्टेड टू डू एंड गिव बैक टू पाकिस्तान इन वॉट वे यू वर लाइक अब मैंने ये करना है थ्रू जर्नलिज्म सो आई थिंक um so as soon as i came back in 2010 after my one year program i was like i want to get into teaching mm-hmm. um i want to teach journalism i want to teach writing so mm-hmm. i started doing that um i started going on photo walks because uh we st- uh, photojournalism was a subject we had to study as well during the course and um you know aksar hum jaate the even solo walking around new york taking photos and this and that and then when i came back i'm like why can't we do photo walks in pakistan huh. so i started going all over old city mm-hmm. in lahore and uh started taking photos putting it up on facebook thousands of albums and that's when friends started saying hey why don't you make postcards out of this mm. and that's when i launched my little postcard company from lahore with love mm. i haven't done too much with it i could have done a lot mm. but i just have been so caught up with 9 to 5 jobs or projects ya jo bhi hai but that is my sweet spot where i feel like i've given back to the city of lahore in my little mm. way mm. And you know I was talking to someone recently Hamna and I said through from Lahore with love I have I feel like a little puzzle piece has gotten stuck back into in its rightful place mm. in Lahore mm. that's me Mm, you know sweet yeah, yeah. so basically it uh, it's um it's a postcard company yeah okay and i think i've seen it yeah mm. and it's also this little place where i feature people feature talent artists and things <clears throat> like that mm. do a little insta live sessions mm. now and then mm. <laughs> yeah okay so um so yeah so basically you are exploring the culture of this country yes. through your journalism yes and showing it to the world yeah. so d- are you doing this so besides the the postcard yeah. thing um are you doing now a full time job with someone uh, um so that's something that i feel like 
ever since ever since Colombia, um, that is something which hasn't really worked out for me, full-time work. Hmm. I think it's also my nature, Hamna, even though I have had moments where I've been, you know, working in a school network for about two years or working with a startup or working with a media agency for about a year or so. But I just realized that, and this has been my thing, shuru se, ki I want to do a lot of things. Yeah. Because I've always had this feeling of I'm running out of time. And maybe again, that links back to the chip on the shoulder where I'm like, give back as much as you can. Mm. So I even now to this day and age, I feel like have to have lots of things cooking at the same time. Mm. I completely get that. I think there's some people yeah. who are just like that. They yeah. can't be put in a box and they can't be put in certain yeah. time slots that you have to sit in this time. Because there's so much, I think in some people there's so much sort of passion in how they want to impact yes. create impact ke they're just like yeah this is it's in a yora yes or make this time impact create karu or make this time impact create karu um i mean i kind of relate because <clears throat> sad bhi constantly it's like changing switching now doing this now doing that because you know when you when you when you're i feel like it jobs so mm. what you do professionally it's a it's just a medium or yeah. means to means to a purpose that you have on the inside ab wo aap kis achieve kar sakte ho everybody finds their own ways so mm. for some people like you know aapne koi like agar aapne impact or influence kisi tarah create karna hai so there are yeah. lots of ways to do it yeah. and then you know something clicks and you're just like okay this is how i'm going to create that impact or this is how i'm going to give yeah. back yeah. but then there's so many other options as well and you're like yeah. you know i can do this and i can do this and i can impact yeah. in this area influence in this area so for some people it's not that simple yes <laughs> that's so true yeah so it's just for some people it is uh, very simple and they're very f- focused on that yeah. for a lot of people i think they see growth very vertically yes ke, uh, for example if i give a doctor ki misal dun, mm. ke graduate kiya, aapne kuch aur exams diye, kuch aur specialize kiya. so it's vertical because wo usi mein, like you're specializing you're specializing you're growing and then you become at the top of that yeah. um, and i think generally for society that is how people view success yes. vertically but for some people it's horizontal Correct. they're just like i want to do this <laughs> or it's like this <laughs> or it's like this yeah and i want to do this yeah <laughs> and i also want to do this and i want to yeah. create impact in, and i feel like it, that's completely okay there are people who like this sort of growth yeah that's so do this true and, this. And, and and i just and i feel like that's also why is that not success mm. <laughs> that's also success to do multiple things and do lots of things and explore them that's actually so, very true <clears throat> and a very very good valid point that you've brought up um because also the west is not looking at um uh, you know uh, being consistent in one place of work for many years as the barometer for success hmm. the barometer for success is creativity and but above everything and of course competence and a sane mind and things like that but it's also emotional intelligence yes now emotional intelligence is everything it's everything <laughs> because underneath emotional intelligence you get the whole amazing qualities of that individual right yes, yes. which can benefit the organization but i think hamare maashre mein again there's that thing ke oh my god this person jumps the ship a lot yeah so again it comes back to the individual they're flawed yeah just like the divorced woman the same way the inconsistent 
आउटकास्ट है वो और बेटर वर्ड हम ना outlier outlier is the it's word. very positive because it's like yes, a disruptor what, yeah that's what my uh, you know i used to really question what's wrong with me because i <laughs> i <laughs> professionally i'm a dentist wow and then i did you know then i started doing blogging content creating yeah. beach mein um, entrepreneurship bhi ki hai you know i started two businesses yeah. and then i decided to do the podcast as well and you know like yeah what's wrong with me but like yeah. you know my husband he uses this word he's like hum na you don't understand you're an outlier some Love people it. are outliers yes and they will never conform to wo and it's not like jo wo jo log conform kar rahe hain ya unka wo hai this something wrong with that that is also success correct we accept that but outliers also need to be sort of absolutely uh, accepted and and i do feel ke ज़्यादातर आर्ट्स और क्रिएटिव इंडस्ट्री में आता है बिकॉज इट वॉज फ्राम द स्टार्ट नेवर टेकन एज सीरियसली इट वॉज ऑलवेज अ हॉबी इट वॉज ऑलवेज अ जस्ट अ क्रिएटिव एवेन्यू समथिंग ऑन द साइड बट फॉर सम पीपल इट्स एवरीथिंग इट्स द रियल डील एंड दैट्स वट दे वॉन्ट टू डू फॉर लाइक फॉर अ लिविंग एब्सोल्यूटली अब तो शुक्र है कि ऑल ऑफ दीज थिंग्स आर मच मोर वैल्यूड then before yeah uh-huh. absolutely hamna <clears throat> and you're so so right about um how you know like you were saying right now how society um you know it it's either you're bad or you're good i mean the black and white the thing the black and white it's it's ridiculous and you're absolutely right even those people who are consistent ek naukri mein ya jo bhi hai in one business ye wo even that's success because yes. it takes a lot of grit confidence yes. self belief it's not easy it's not easy no working in the same company for over a decade yeah. right yeah. but uh, absolutely <clears throat> i think um, abhi aake the lack of labels on things the erosion of it the erosion of labels is i think very liberating for people hmm. but i also yeah. think that lots of new labels have come up that's true in other ways that's like true. S- for instance? like 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 you either so for example either you are you have used of a leftist like mm. either you are left or you are right and if you have koi bhi aapka view jo hai wo thoda sa different hai mm. so you suddenly don't belong like there yes. is no space yeah in the sense you if you're having certain views of the left yeah. so you have to have all of them that's true otherwise you're not part of the so us we ek label hai like that's a label then there are lots of ists around and you know us tarah ki cheeze hain so while we've gotten rid of a lot of other labels mm. which were you know were very important for us to get rid of we've yeah. created a lot of yeah new ones yeah you know like you don't you have to have a certain kind of view a certain kind of language abhi bhi log bahut zyada black and white mein cheezon ko dikhte hain mujhe isna lagta hai you absolutely there is no acceptance right. of gray There's no you can feel this and also feel that and think this and also think that and actually having the ability <clears throat> the emotional capacity and not the emotional capacity of a peanut where you know <laughs> you are looking at both sides of the picture the reason why we fail at that is hamari galti nahi hai because critical thinking ka itna wo shortage hai hamare school curriculums mein yes. it comes from there yeah and if children are taught to question things and they start off questioning don't they i mean you know you see young kids and they're like what's the meaning of life and you know things like about moon and the sun and nature and animals and purpose and you know it's and they're such funny simple questions but they're yet so profound mm-hmm. and what do we say we're like 
you know, we're usually we're like, we, you know, reprimand them if yeah. they get too insistent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have time to answer your question. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So critical <clears throat> thinking is something which expands the mind. Okay, so there are three things I would say. Critical thinking, absolutely essential. Yeah. That we, I think, is very important. People need to learn this growing up. Yeah. Second is problem solving. And third is emotional intelligence. Just keep baat ki. Yeah. In our society, mein emotional intelligence ko to bilkuli start se wo nahi kiya gaya what is that anyway theek hai critical thinking hai ki hamara wo tha ke no need to question everything just do as you're told yes it is what it is type hmm. um what i've understood about like as i've grown up is ke hmm. um we and i understand why like yehi karte hain aapka bachcha hota hai aap bacche ko kuch samjhate ho sikhate ho aap bachchon ko hamesha black and white mein cheezon sikhate ho this is wrong This is right. Mm. This is wrong and this is right. Mm. ये चीज़ें करनी है ये नहीं करनी है ऐसे होता है ऐसे नहीं होता है सो हम जनरली लाइक वेन वी रेस किड्स वी क्रिएट अ वेरी ब्लैक एंड वाइट वर्ल्ड व्यू एंड फॉर द राइट रीजन्स लाइक वट वी ट्राइंग टू डू इज वी ट्राइंग टू टीच दैम रॉन्ग एंड राइट वी ट्राइंग टू टीच दैम वट्स गुड फॉर दैम वट्स बैड फॉर दैम वी ट्राइंग टू प्रोटेक्ट दैम ऑल्सो एंड वी ट्राइंग टू टर्न दैम इन टू गुड ह्यूमन बींग्स बट एज यू ग्रो ओल्डर यू रियलाइज दैट बींग ह्यूमन इज absolutely grey yes and unlearning and you have to realize ke jitna aap black and white mein sochte ho utna hi aap judgmental utni aapke andar lack of compassion or lack of empathy or intolerance hoti and we have done that mm. to to our kids and i'm not saying ke you can't teach them you can't raise them with the black and world black and white world view you have to yeah. like you have to teach them right and wrong yes but i think it is so important ke side by side aapko aap unko emotionally intelligent or empathetic or compassionate banao mm. that they are able to see when it's important to see the gray in society mm. that we are all human hum you know be to be human is to be gray because you will, you are sinful mm. you are you have your flaws mm. and why are we teaching our children to hold themselves in a on a pedestal like mm. and others as well mm. you know ke is tarah hona hai this is good this is good this is good this is good or mm. and i think it it takes like bade ho ke aapko realize hota hai ke yaar mere kitne masail hain aur mere kitne flaws hain mere and that mm. is when the struggle happens for yourself where you have to mm. where instead of empathizing and f- you know forgiving even yourself for your flaws mm. you constantly hate yourself yeah so you're true. just like oh what's yeah. wrong with me what's yeah. wrong with me and you hold yourself on that pedestal and others on those pedestal yeah. and judge others and judge yourself and basically you breed a lot of hate and negativity in the society where you're just like exactly and and i see and and that on and on social media that has really come out mm. where you are exposed to so many people and so many uh, thoughts ke aap isliye to kehte hain polarization itni zyada badh gayi hai because you were never taught to see beyond black and white you were never taught to empathize you've just mm. grown up to see things as either this or that and now that you see that yeah. this side also exists and that also exists you you are not wired to be tolerant enough very true and i think also the lack <clears throat> of awareness vis-a-vis how so many of these platforms run on sensationalism yellow yellow journalism and hatred yeah that's what keeps their machine Hooked yeah running, machine running machine yeah. running yeah and i think we don't see that and we're like yeah you know let's take this person down on twitter you know yeah it's awful exactly yeah. so wo, 
आई डोंट नो जो आई थिंक वी रियली नीड एज अ सोसाइटी वी नीड टू सी पीपल एज ह्यूमन टेल मी वन थिंग वॉट्स योर डेफिनेशन ऑफ इमोशनल इंटेलिजेंस लाइक वट यू सी दैट एज वन वन आई स्पीक ऑफ इमोशनल इंटेलिजेंस आई मीन समबडी हु इज पहले तो अवेयरनेस की बात आती है अवेयर ऑफ देर इमोशंस हाउ दे फील हाउ दे रिएक्ट एंड रिस्पॉन्ड टू थिंग्स एंड ऑल्सो हाउ दे प्रोसेस इमोशंस यू नो आई थिंक इट्स दैट्स अज पार्ट ऑफ इमोशनल इंटेलिजेंस ऑल्सो देन हाउ दे आर एबल हाउ दे एक्सप्रेस इट एंड कम्यूनिकेट इट जिसमें अगेन वो रिस्पॉन्ड रिएक्ट वाली चीज़ आ जाती है एंड ऑल्सो टू एंड अगेन एक अनदर एस्पेक्ट इज इज हाउ लाइक वैन यू लर्न टू प्रोसेस इट एंड हाउ टू रिस्पॉन्ड टू योर इमोशंस हाउ टू नॉट लेट दैम गेट इन द वे ऑफ डिसीजन मेकिंग डिसीजन मेकिंग एंड इवन इफ दे डू कम इन द इन इन देयर यू आर वेरी अवेयर ऑफ द फैक्ट दैट आई एम मेकिंग दिस डिसीजन बेस्ड ऑन this emotion hmm. because i do think that some decisions need to be made Always. based on yeah. emotions but yeah. just having that sort of consciousness and awareness hmm. and also to be able to <clears throat> i think uh not and it's not just about yourself i think emotional yeah. intelligence also how you are able to perceive other people yes you're right jisme phir aapki wo empathy or aa jaati hai ki how you yeah. you know you are able to understand ki बाकी भी इमोशंस प्रोसेस कर रहे हैं बट हाउ डिड यू गेट टू दिस पॉइंट डिड यू हैव टू लर्न ई क्यू एंड इमोशन इंटेलिजेंस लाइक हाउ डिड यू स्टार्ट बिकमिंग अवेयर ऑफ हाउ इम्पोर्टेंट इट इज आई थिंक दैट हैड टू डू विद माई ओन डिस्कवरी ऑफ राइटिंग सो वट आई से इज के जब मैं आई लर्न के जब वन एवर आई यूज टू फील समथिंग और थिंक थिंग्स एंड वन आई यूज टू write them down put yeah. them on pen and paper so it made me much more aware of what i'm feeling mm. so for me it was just like agar main bas cheeze feel kar rahi hu ya soch rahi hu aur main unko words nahi de rahi acknowledge nahi kar rahi samajh nahi to main bas un un pe react karti jaati hu so it's like you know i don't even know what i'm feeling i'm just reacting to it left right left right and center yeah but when i write it down i know okay so if i have to write how i'm feeling like okay today i feel i will give it a word mm. and that moment of thought that i give it to mm. then helps me uh respond mm. rather than react because mujhe samajh aa gayi ki acha kya hai and then it just yeah. helps me resolve those emotions as well yeah. you know kyunki otherwise it's a clutter in my head yes and that sort so of true. led me to realize how important emotional intelligence absolutely is huh? um, i'm so glad you brought up the subject of journaling and writing your thoughts down because even in therapy and psychology mm-hmm. um there's this very famous uh neuroscientist from MIT her name is Dr. Tara Swart S W A R T i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right and she lives by this she teaches this as well ke but yeah, that goes into a bit of another direction on manifesting your dream life your goals things like that but she talks about how you can be more in tune with yourself yes. through journaling and therapists recommend that okay write it down and you're so right you are able to identify your responses yeah. regarding a particular situation yeah so i think for me writing is where i l- discovered self awareness because yeah. it started making me more aware of myself yeah. of the like there's an external and then there's an internal yeah. or aap 
you spend there's so much noise around you that you never really get to hear yeah. your inner voice yeah. and it's there but logon ki baatein social media you're yes. always consuming you are consuming so much that the noise outside is so loud that you can't hear the one inside well and said. it is when you sit down with mm. a pen and you write is mm. when that sort of appears yeah so and we but then you lose yourself na yes who you are yeah. your authentic voice what yeah. do you want yeah. what do you feel yes. and it's such an unhappy space to be in when you don't know yourself so true and who you are and why do you behave the way that yes. you behave yes because you feel you're <clears throat> just like bhatko fine ha you mindless living in you know? a mindless it also taught me about living mindfully mm. just writing writing helped me discover all of this mm. so i mean i don't i don't i don't consider myself an expert in any of these things maine wo nahi kiya this is very, truly just like a personal thing that it's i amazing, have though. learned simply through wo yeah. so i want to ask you what mm. is your understanding of emotional intelligence you asked me this question Right. So I think yeah pretty much what you were saying visibly mm. uh being number one the most important thing I would say which resonates with me is having a good normal or even high EQ is being in tune with yourself. And Shakespeare was so right when he said know thyself. How profound those two words are. Know thyself because if you know thyself you pretty much know you you know everyone and you yeah. can understand and relate with them just like you were talking about through your interviews where you feel like you could relate with people and tune into them so i think for me having a healthy eq having healthy emotional intelligence is knowing who you are uh treating your flaws with compassion yes knowing when to um bring out the tools to help yourself in certain situations um it's like drawing out little magic wands okay um an issue with a boss here or you know a problem let's say disagreement with a friend or a partner what tool do i have to deal with this particular person judging by their personality and character yeah. okay this person's a bit of a hothead yeah we <laughs> perception like you become more perceptive of how yeah. people are and you can rationalize it for yourself you can rationalize rather it rather than judge them for it so usme yes. compassion empathy ye cheeze they're linked to it and also an yes. understanding of emotions yes uh. exactly so true hmm. When you have EQ, you're right. You can read the room. You can read the room. I was gonna say that word. Like <laughs> you can, you learn to read the room. Learn uh, absolutely. Uh, Facial expressions, all of that, you know, and also intuition. Oh my God! Right? Yes. That's Tell me just why everything. did that resonate? With, why? Why did that resonate? Because I feel like, you know, the intuition wali baat hai. It's mm. always there, always. and it is also that inner voice. If you continue to ignore that inner voice, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I feel like intuition is so underrated. Uh, yes, I feel like it just yeah. then jahan I can literally think ke jab jab maine apni intuition ko nahi suna, <laughs> mujhe awaaz aa rahi thi. Yeah. Maine nahi suna. It I fell flat on my face after that. I know what you mean. <laughs> Because it's like it is so correct. It's literally like screaming at you in the face. Yes. It's telling you no. Yeah. Don't do this or yes, do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. And or wo aapki emotional intelligence se aati hai aur wo isi tarah aati hai ki you are in tune with yourself so you can hear it. Bilkul. Otherwise you can't hear it. Otherwise you can't. So I've been <clears throat> watching a lot of so you know we were talking about earlier. Mm. 
during the lockdown, I really threw myself into the deep end humna of self-discovery and self-awareness. And I'm like, I need to focus on my Wait, pain points. Did this happen because you were like life sort of forced you because yeah. you know you can't go anywhere you can't do anything yeah quarantine mein ho. so i was okay. going through the dark night of the soul like millions of other people and i was depressed i was very lonely mm. because you know there i was a journalist and this person in the media field where i was deriving a sense of validation by being seen and perceived by the other and there it is being shut off and I'm literally stuck at home <laughs> with my family and my animals. And I'm like, okay, sheesh, I've hit a wall. Mm-hmm. How do I derive my validation now? You know? Mm-hmm. And um, so, so yeah, um, so I threw myself in the, into the deep end. I started reading and watching all these YouTube channels from uh, Impact Theory, Tom Bilio, his interviews, uh, uh, Dr. Gabor Mate, he's a very renowned psychologist in the US, talks about trauma in mm. childhood, things like that. Um, so I started consuming literally everything I could get my hands on mm. from books to this and that. And um, I discovered, and in that process, Hamna, I was also meditating a lot. I used to meditate before as well, meditating, I was praying, I was journaling like a mad woman. And I remember a year into the lockdown, I remember a little voice said to me, as mad as this sounds, that don't worry, one day all you're learning now, you'll be able to use in the world. Mm -hmm. And it happened this year. Mm -hmm. I'm a different person. Mm -hmm. Nothing breaks me anymore. Alhamdulillah, touch word. Nothing can break me. Hmm. Of course, I'm normal. I'm not superwoman. There are triggers. There are things yeah. where I, I go into fight or flight, hmm. like normal people. But it takes a lot to break yeah. me. Yeah. So you basically, know. and um, I used to be a dharpok. <clears throat> I think <laughs> when your sense of self is strong, yeah. you are secure. Or your sense of self ko strong banane ka tarika hai ye find yourself. Your sense of self will be weak when you haven't found yourself. Is your right? strong? Um, I think it was very strong. Yeah. But I think <laughs> there's something that I say about motherhood. Yeah. Is that it? It's like mm, uh, a nuclear bomb goes off in you, and everything that you, you know, you have become, mm. it is it collapses. Explain. And you are a completely new person. It's like a blank canvas, and you are starting. So I I'd say yeah. that motherhood sort of. Um, robbed me of my identity in a way that I didn't who I am anymore because it's such a it's such a huge role that it consumes you and also because your life changes so much after you become a mother it changes so 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 much that you you can't be the same person you were before mm-hmm. when your life changes um it it itne in its core where you have to look after an entire mm-hmm. human being and yeah. everything that you uh the freedom that you had before in your life it's gone now mm-hmm. and you have to give so much of yourself to uh, another human being you lose yourself in that yes. process and it's a very and for me i think my other struggle i think motherhood me agar mujhe koi puche ki what my greatest struggle was main hamesha yahi kehti hu it was my loss of identity yes. because i had a very strong sense of identity and i lost it yeah. and 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 wo kehte postpartum period hota hai postpartum depression actually or not mm. even depression just your postpartum period mein you cry so much because mm. you are grieving your your 
past life my god that doesn't exist anymore so i read an entire study on this that it's um wow it's actually grieving everything you were before yeah. and it was very true for me because it was just like you know now yeah. now what now everything is nothing is the same like my world view wasn't the same i couldn't yeah. and because they say okay you know when you become a mother up your brain it um uh it physically changes so wow. what happens is that you your thought process your perception everything changes it's actually an evolutionary thing where your mind mm-hmm. goes through certain changes mm-hmm. um where it focuses on child rearing wow and the child survival and child survival mm-hmm. so you can and, and little things like your mm-hmm. you can hear the child's cry so much louder than anybody else in the room because you, it's 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 aapki senses aur aapka brain would change ho jata and they heightened it's heightened so yeah. i felt like i felt very secure in my motherhood where i knew i knew how to be a mom which i had never been in my entire life but i didn't know how to be anything else that i had known you know my whole wow. life so for me it was just like a identity crisis wow who am i now I'm and a not mom, a lot of yes. women talk about this yes So what are you doing about it? So okay, uh, I I talked about this once. Yeah. Uh, I've talked about it many times actually. But I made one time an Instagram video which was simply about how I didn't know how to speak in the camera anymore which was something I was doing for years and years. <laughs> and it didn't happen. And then I put it out there and then there were so many women who said three years into motherhood, five years into I don't know who I am. Oh like God. I don't know who I am. Uh, so it's a it's a it's a thing it's a very legitimate thing that happens to wo but f- mm. abhi in very recent times i'd say um matlab my self esteem was finished my confidence was gone i hated myself the words i used for myself what i thought about myself it was all really God. really bad mm. but just recently jo maine nuclear bomb wali cheez aapse baat ki hai maine isko accept kiya only a month or so ago and it has made an entire difference because i've started seeing it as okay goodbye to my old self rather wow. than trying to that baggage is like gone it's like okay mm. bye <laughs> mm. you know there was a hamna raza before she is gone okay fine i accept it mm. i'm i i love being a mom i have enjoyed it so much i have enjoyed motherhood yeah. so much yeah. regardless of this challenge that i faced with it mm. i'm a mom now and now i'm going to now i see it as a blank canvas let's see and discover and i am not attached right. i think one of the greatest things i'd say that happened to me pehle yeah. even though i saw it as a bad thing mm. but i think one of the greatest thing that motherhood has done for me it has humbled me in a way where i'm not attached to anything i was attached to before so i am yeah i feel very free where i can be Mashallah. like okay today i want to be this i want to be that i want to wrap up this podcast i want to wrap up being a content creator i'm ready to do any fit i'm ready wow. to be a stay at home mom i ready i'm ready to do a new complete new educational course start a new direction because i feel like i'm not attached to any of my anything from my past anymore hamna is there an <clears throat> element of fearlessness as well yes 100% i feel and it's I, empowering yes i feel hmm. so empowered just in the fact that i like identity nahi hai lekin usi mein mujhe ye cheez is tarah se achhi lagti hai ki phir meri attachment bhi nahi hai kisi cheez se aise lagta hai ego has been destroyed yes and it's being recreated now yes i feel which is so amazing humble i am so humble like kehte na ki like i even because your body goes through so much your body hmm. changes so much aapka na it made me realize how i was attached to beauty uff 
एंड हाउ एक्चुअली आई नेवर लव माई सेल्फ अनकंडीशनली बिकॉज इफ आई लव माई सेल्फ अनकंडीशनली आई वुड लव माई सेल्फ इवन नाउ बट आई डिडेंट नाउ दिस इज फैसिनेटिंग यू एज यंग मम me as a 39 year old who only now i don't give a damn what i look like yes i take care of myself lost weight blah blah <clears throat> but only abhi aake i look back on my life and i think what a waste how many years i wasted comparing myself to others yeah. and now i'm like because beauty fades amna hmm it's that self you know and of course i mean it doesn't help having social media throwing these bloody filters in our faces yeah. all the time <laughs> somebody recently said to me how does it feel to be such a chubby fat wife to a <laughs> smart <laughs> thin man i was just like lol that's hilarious just but yeah people say them. these things you know people say yeah so social that's media. ridiculous yeah but humna it's fascinating right mm. how older women go through that as well uh, you know who are childless but they reach that point where it's like there's a dissolution there's a dissolving of that old ego yeah and with mums as well like yourself mm. there's a rapid dissolving of the yeah. old self yeah it's and very empowering it is so empowering aur maine apni usko is tarah se dekhna shuru kiya and i am sure yeah. so many people don't look at it like that mujhe is baat ki badi pehle mai badi depressed thi is bare mein ki mai moti ho gayi hu mai aise ho gayi hu mai mujhe kuch and it was it is a depressing phase where you hate the whole process and idea of getting ready because you don't like yourself in any anyway yeah. um but but that made me realize my attachment to beauty and yeah. beauty standards and i was like listen like no Yeah. The that realization I'm like that's not good. I don't want to be attached to those. Like it's fine. Mm. If I, if I if I uh, like to look good and I like to take care of my body but that's but it is superficial attachment. So what I'm trying to say is that when you truly love something. So let's talk mm. about bo- your body. Mm. <clears throat> oh, example this you you have a mm. friend. Mm. Uh you love your friend mm. a lot. Mm. If you love your friend, you want to take care of her. Mm. You want to make sure she's happy. Yes. If she's happy, you're happy. If yeah. she's healthy, you're happy. Yeah. Um, लेकिन अगर वो मोटी हो जाती है वैसी, do you stop loving her? Never. Right. Mm. Uh, but with our bodies, what we tend to do is that we love our bodies based on only the way that they look. Yeah. Not beyond that. So, yeah. so something that really made me love my body beyond the way. that it looks is motherhood where mm. i thought about how it fed mm. my baby and how mm. it carried my baby and how Beautiful. it provided comfort to my baby and and literally it was like i started yoga mm. and um usme <clears throat> na at the end of a yoga session i don't know if you've ever done yoga but usme shavasana is like your meditation mm. and in shavasana i uh, you know you do your body scan and you think of your body mm. so what i started doing that ke in those time when i would think about my feet i would think about mm. how i would pace at night with my child rocking my baby and walking here mm. uh, you know aage piche yeah and then you know when i would think about the rest of my body i would think about my uterus and what it did and then you know how my wow. body like with my breasts i fed my baby and all of these things yeah and i start i felt so sad i cried so much because i was like I hate my body because of the way it looks but I refuse to love my body for the things that it has done. Look at that. And then I realized that I that I never mm. loved my body. I always loved it for the way that it looked yeah. because if I truly loved my body I would I would love it for all of these things and wo to chale motherhood hai even people who haven't it helps you walk it helps you do so many other things move do you can't do anything without 
your body yeah well said hamna and a woman's body is a home to life yes it literally is a home to life to new life and the thing is that i wanted to address one thing where you know you finally realized that it doesn't matter how i'm looked or perceived what was happening was it wasn't really your perception changing about your body behind that was the perception of society and what you've been conditioned to view you as mm-hmm. that broke that broke yeah you are looking at yourself as hamna would look at herself yeah. without the attachment of bloody society yeah and it's a very tough yeah tough journey it is so like i had to i mean i get you ke agar main fully andar se break na hoti na where i lost myself yeah jab tak i didn't lose myself i couldn't have uh, had these realizations you should be very grateful that you've had this awakening <clears throat> at this age at this stage Hmm. because you know many people they are literally at the end of their lives and they still haven't awakened hmm. i know this sounds very cliched and dramatic but it's a fact we are on earth school to wake up hmm. we're here to learn to refine to 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 elevate ourselves yeah. inner selves more inner selves hmm. if you don't awake if you don't wake up what's the point of yeah. all of the struggle yeah बहुत सारी और चीजें सो मेरे दिमाग में एक थिंग है कॉन्स्टेंटली रिमाइंडिंग मी ऑफ द्यूमिलिटी एंड द मॉडिस्टी दर आई टू लिव माई लाइफ विद एंड that i don't need to get attached to there's no need to get attached to all of these things absolutely so so for your sense of identity shayad loss hua lekin i am very secure yeah. in a very different way absolutely so, and i can see that it comes across but i think there's one thing that people need to remember hamna the self awareness journey it's an ongoing thing if we're self aware now we'd be dead tomorrow right yeah. the thing is that yeah. one should not police oneself so much yes. don't drop the attachments like this hmm. you have to shed them very slowly yeah okay don't shock yourself hmm makes sense so if you revert back to an old pattern that's okay you were human yeah and i think yeah, yeah. hota hai yeah. it's never like this it's always like this always beech like mein that. time aayega where yeah. i will completely forget about this yeah. and then you know time aayega where yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, you know where the <clears throat> where the magic is in the consistent rewiring yes. of those perceptions mm-hmm. when that thought comes up motio gayo i don't look good enough you question that mm-hmm. where is this voice coming from why am i saying that to myself i think that ability is more important yeah. because ye to hoga there yeah. will be times that aapko ye sari cheezein dobara feeling ye yeah. ye jo awakening jiski aap baat kar rahi hain jisko yeah. aap healing awakening self awareness achieve karne wali baat kar le yeah वो कभी भी इतना तो नहीं होती कि अब हो गई है अब अचीव हो गई है ट्रोमेटिक इवेंट कैन एनीथिंग एंड यू विल लूज इट ऑल बट इट्स जस्ट दैट एबिलिटी टू यू नो क्वेश्चन दैट थिंक अबाउट दैट क्या मैं वाई माई टॉकिंग अबाउट माई सेल्फ लाइक दिस वाई माई थिंकिंग अबाउट माई सेल्फ लाइक दिस एक्सैक्टलीट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट एंड यू नो हम नो द पास्ट कपल ऑफ डेज आई बीन थिंकिंग अबाउट समथिंग एंड दिस थॉट केम टू मी के like look at your look at your career or if i look at my career like starting from the worst experience in my career and then it was let's there was another experience but wasn't the best and then tuk 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 every experience in any domain of your life 
is an elevation. Emotional intelligence, self-awareness, mindfulness. Um, you have a reality check on your life, your life's purpose. And then the blows get dull. And you begin to identify what's good for you, what isn't good for you. And I guess what I'm trying to say is even regarding one's self-perception, are your earliest memory of how you viewed yourself, where perhaps when you look at those pictures now, you'd probably think, damn, I looked great then. Mm. What the hell was wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So what happens is even in one's <coughs> self-perceptions, um, as you keep refining it, um, you know, the voice A gets dulled and it's just an elevation of the sense of self. Mm. Hmm. You know. Very profound. <laughs> so, yeah. just, uh, you said all of these things. You said that COVID me you got into yeah, this. in a big way. Um, um, how do you think that has, you said, now you think you see yourself as a completely different person after yeah. that? Yeah. Um, okay, so I think <clears throat> the core of me is the same. Um, but I feel a different person in the sense that so I took the lockdown very badly because, again, I was deriving so much validation from the outside world and social media just didn't do it to me or do it for me. And then I remember uh, then hearing that voice, my own voice saying, you'll be able to use these hmm. tools at some point. So when I moved to Lahore, I moved to Lahore for a job and um, it was a lovely experience. I was there for about seven months. And that's when I realized that I changed this year where um, I just realized that I could relate with people very easily on a very deep level. Um, I wasn't very good at eye contact. I used to get very nervous and shy. And I feel now eye contact for me is the most important, important thing, thing in the world. <laughs> because through eye contact, you really feel the other person. You know, you can relate to them. You can bond with them very easily. So these little, little changes, which may seem small, had a big, big effect on uh, how I viewed myself in the in the world and how I could relate with others. And through that, through relating to others, I realized what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Even if it was just, you know, writing a book here, articles here, making my postcards there. Mm-hmm. The main thing was <clears throat> blowing the lid off that which is overlooked, mm-hmm. no matter what medium it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I think, and why do you think that that is something that you want to do? <clears throat> where does that, how, where mm. does it connect within you, Kecha? Yeah. I want to talk about, you know, these yeah. overlooked people or overlooked places or overlooked yeah, artists. Or that's a very good question. I think because I had this chip on my shoulder. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think I had this self-fulfilling prophecy, mm-hmm. even as a kid, that uh-huh. I'm the wallflower. I'm the loser in school. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I'm overlooked. I'm different. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm the little teacup with the chip, you know, literally in the glass cabinet full of silverware and mm-hmm. the best china. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. So it is that. It's uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. And uh, where Even though I do interview celebrities and stuff like that, but with that, with the cream, I'm also have the the best part, mm. you know, like the crop of young art musicians these days. So like, you know, um, I recently interviewed a whole bunch of up and coming musicians in Pakistan and their stories are fascinating mm. how they're changing the music landscape in this country. Yeah. So I think it comes from there. <clears throat> Documented, <throat> you know, makes sense. So okay. now, um, 
la we've we yeah. spoken a bit on that on this uh, you know your uh, post covid sort of thing and how that led you to uh, this decision yeah. what you want to do with your life and self discovery and all yeah. <clears throat> uh can we talk a bit about your career yeah. now okay um uh i think last you mentioned that uh, so yes just tell me a bit about your yeah. career okay, what do you do what yeah. have you done where yeah. have you worked Okay. That sort of a thing. So basically um currently what I'm doing is I'm writing for Forbes Life. It's mm-hmm. the lifestyle section on forbes.com. How did that happen because Forbes for people like wow Forbes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. That happened thanks to Columbia. You when ah, you go okay. to a college like that, you get a foot in the door and the best passes to mm-hmm. <laughs> anything. And of course, when a bot hot pair mara hai, to you know making contacts here and there. Mm-hmm. One of my class fellows worked at Forbes when I graduated. She got a job at Forbes. And even though we didn't know each other very well, I emailed her a year after graduating. I said, "Hey, um is there any chance I could freelance for the website?" And she was like, "Okay, I'll put you through to someone." And it happened like that. And Uswak Sebi, it's been 7 years since mm-hmm. I've been writing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm doing a lot of freelance writing humna. Um I've gotten back into it. Pehle I got so sick of it, maine ka bas mein nahi likhna. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But it's literally it's a part of me. So I'm freelance writing. Um I recently wrote a children's book. Mm. It's about a little dog. Wolfie. Wolfie. Mm. It's about a little dog and it's for ages 9 and up and um it touches on two main topics. One is animal empathy. and number 2 is self belief two of my you know two topics that i wish children were you know they were inculcated with these values more and these belief systems and okay, themselves okay interesting so mm-hmm. um bahut achhi aapne ye baat ki jo this go it's going me taking me back to our yeah. conversation about how we taught kids yes. about very black and white things aur hamare bachpan ki kahaniyan bhi aisi hoti thi ki jo moral of the stories hote the na wo bade basic hote the ke ये गलत ये सही नाउ यू सी राइट यू यू सी के बच्चों की जो बुक्स हैं और चीज़ में चीज़ें उसमें देर इज़ फोकस ऑन ऑल ऑफ दीज वैल्यूज एंड एम्पथी एंड ऑल ऑफ दीज थिंग्स एज वेल एंड एब्सोल्यूटली लाइक आई फील लाइक पाकिस्तान में हमारे जो लोकल यू नो लाइक बुक्स हैं बच्चों के लिए दे आर वेरी सिंपल बट द पैकेजिंग एंड येस द स्टोरी सम ऑफ दैम आर ब्यूटिफुल वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग वेरी इंगेजिंग फॉर यंग फॉर यंग ऑडियंस बट अनफॉर्चुनेटली हम ना ये है क्योंकि the new generation is growing up on is so tech savvy mm. um and also they don't have a majority of these children don't have access to the internet but our literature for children is not packaged well mm-hmm. and children are you know they are very visual so i think books and you know reading material has to be packaged with the right illustrations and yeah. things like that yeah. so that's something that i felt like I feel it's very important Mm-mm. in yeah. our curriculum. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wo, uh, especially Urdu, like you said. Absolutely, uh, uh. yeah. <clears throat> And I think Urdu language generally... Especially Urdu, correct. Uh, it, language in itself is difficult. Yes. And I think the children's books, they need to be more simplified. Absolutely. I would say, Urdu. Ki. Yes. So uh, uh, that it can be done in a simpler language mein kiya jai aur kanvay kiya jai so that they can enjoy it. Exactly. Enjoy it. Yeah. And also... Yeah. Learn it. Mm. Yeah. And also give children the opportunity to be able to uh, dream. Hmm. 
and and have a life of wonder imagination children, imagination mm-hmm. children are naturally geared towards that yeah. but i think having books which kind of like foster that even more mm. you'll have like geniuses on your hands you know you'll have out of the box thinkers and the best artists and the best problem solvers mm. you know true so you wrote another book as well i wrote another book what was that about so that <clears throat> was published in 2021 that was a non fiction book a very thick book on a non-profit based in pindi called behboot the behboot yeah. association of pakistan yeah. oh you covered that i covered that mm. so that project was about 2 years um it was a grueling process but it was very gratifying okay uh because unki and i'll tell you in, in a nutshell uh behboot's life's mission from the very start akhtar riyazuddin was the lady is the lady who spearheaded behboot uh in the 60s the mid 60s and her main mission in life was to empower the disempowered yeah and uh, it's fascinating so the entire book focused on how she did that how she created change in these impoverished and orthodox communities from the inside out mm-hmm. because you can't just go as an outsider and be like okay women's rights and okay female emancipation because uh, the village elders the community elders the men in the family would be like we have our own cultural values our women cannot work they cannot go into the market blah 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 mm. so the entire book the story was is based and traces how behboot did that mm. expertly mm. and how it's created so much change and it's still going Exactly. Uh, it's but, but that is uh, but the Behboot story is amazing. I'll read your book. This is very interesting. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So why how did you why did you think of covering this? You see when I say it's such a great story. Yeah, so uh, basically it just came my way. Mm-hmm. Uh someone known to me approached me and she said, "Look, there's this project she huh. was working with Behboot." And she said, "Would you consider writing this book?" So we had a meeting, then another meeting, and then I met the president of Behboot, Abda Malik in Pindi. and it was very exciting and i was like yes let's do this mm. yeah okay that's great yeah mm. <laughs> uh so do you plan to write more books absolutely mm. <laughs> that was your first book ever that was my first book mm. uh one of my short stories was published in a jane austen inspired fiction book called austenistan acha and then behboot happened and now <clears throat> i feel hamna ke bas the book stops with children's books <laughs> Uh, so this year inshallah um january onwards i'm planning at least two books for children two more that's great yeah hmm. <laughs> do you enjoy writing books i love it because i feel like i'm a little kid again hmm. and i'm looking at things with you know looking at them like how i used to when i was a child hmm. so it's like reconnecting with that with myself so through your journalism yeah. journey uh, did you ever think of writing books that you will eventually write books say it's all randomly ho gaya random uh-huh. because i'm very impatient and i'm like mujhse baitha nahi jata jab idea aa gaya to ab karna is that what you mean absolutely uh-huh. absolutely and also <clears throat> impatience in the sense that i could never see myself even though i'm a journalist as writing for hours Achha, that's on what end you mean. yeah Achha, Achha, Achha. on a laptop uh-huh. but now it's like you know it's really beaten me into shape can okay, i sit right right <laughs> it's brought that discipline hmm yeah. how was your experience writing a book how is my experience like kyunki na ko mai agar sochti hu ki maine kabhi book likhni hai my husband keeps saying you should write a book why not because <laughs> he thinks like i can write really well so he says write a book write a book yeah so you should but wo mujhe na bahut daunting lagta hai so how is like 
डिट यू थिंक बहुत मुश्किल है ये क्या सो फॉर नॉन फिक्शन बुक मेरे लिए पर्सनली इट वॉज टॉर्चर बिकॉज ऑफकोर्स बिकॉज इट्स नॉट जस्ट वन आर्टिकल वे यूर फोकसिंग ऑन फैक्ट्स फ्रॉम वन पर्सन और वन सब्जेक्ट इट्स लाइक एन एंटायर ऑर्गेनाइजेशन स्पैनिंग ओवर फोर डेकेड्स एंड दे सो मेनी पीपल टू इंटरव्यू सो एक तो कलेक्टिंग दैट डेटा ट्रांसक्राइबिंग इट दैन mulling over it thinking about it writing it and then making it creative and engaging for the reader mm-hmm. you can't make it read like you know just some random like a pamphlet oh yeah. it started out in 19 blah blah you know what i mean you have to give it that um, storytelling jo hai uski wo engaging or interesting honi chahiye emotion and also i think wo bhi hoga na ki doing yeah. justice to the story yes ha. exactly mm. can exactly. you able to bring out that emotion that the story deserves true ha. true and can you <clears throat> inspire people reading this yeah. to support non-profits like this homegrown yeah. non-profits yeah. or inspire them to do their own thing in pakistan hmm. you know hmm see so yeah, yeah. and now you'll write more kids books <laughs> yeah inshallah mm. so like um, uh, when you think about kids books it's like um, yeah. isi age ke 9 10 absolutely 9 uh, <coughs> and up and also i mean wolfie is 9 and up mm. but hamna i really want to go into picture books for toddlers Uh, baby books baby books uh-huh. because um i by the way um i have an obsession with buying baby books acha <laughs> i love it uh-huh. i have i think i may have about 10 in my library acha and they're just so beautiful the way they're illustrated simple stories like 500 words that's it yeah. you know two or three words per page and but yet the the lesson in it yeah. like i'll tell you one example 2015 may i was working for a school network and mm. i was working on a school curriculum for grades 1 to 3 mm. and i started researching books i was going to warehouses ye wo looking at kids literature mm. and i came across this one book it's called elmer e l m e r and it's about a rang barangi elephant a multicolored elephant who always used to feel like the odd one out <laughs> <laughs> sound familiar <laughs> <laughs> and It's the most simple story mm. but it is beautiful it's about loving who you are no matter what you look like hmm cute yeah. why do we stop telling these stories like bachpan mein bas <laughs> it sucks really yeah. but i think uh, where books maybe locally have kind of like plateaued i think cartoons and animated movies have kind of picked up yeah, like disney true. and pixar <clears throat> oh yeah pixar particularly the stories they're making exactly yeah. very yeah. profound very profound Uh-huh. You know? But sometimes some parents say that it's not profound. Can you get that? That's true. But also, yeah. I think they're a little chalak. They are also targeting adults as well. So sometimes yes. we will see adult humor, which is a bit. Yeah, I see a lot of adult humor. Yeah, you have to be careful. <clears throat> like, um, many like even when I go back and look at our bachpan ki. Uh, चिल्ड्रेन That's when I started realizing. I was like, oh "My God!" Huh? You know? Huh? So, like, but as a child, you miss those things. I yeah. think. Yeah. Because parents, kids, are sitting with them. They're watching. They're 
movies cartoon mm. so i so uh, yeah. with me and my sister he used to watch it and my sister mm. wo choti thi to wo har roz lagati thi so he was watch it with her every day har roz har roz lion king mm. lion king mein hota kya hai ki his father dies oh. uh, mufasa dies oh yes <laughs> and because i had all my memories with my dad and how much he loved it and then when i watched it post his death I was traumatized because oh, I could painful. feel for Simba like anything that's where his painful. dad just dies and he's just trying to wake him up. Oh my god. And that scene would make me sob and cry like anything's not just because oh his dad is dead but because I also used to like watch this with yeah. him. So it was just like um Oh that's painful. So yeah, it's like yeah. it's very um Yeah. मतलब इतना बड़ा लॉस उन्होंने वो उसके अंदर दिखाया है and we all fall down that means death yeah i i heard Ooh, you and, know yeah and then, and then this was also directly weird wo hai um rock a bye baby on the tree top when the wind blows the cradle will rock and then eventually like wo it will fall wo jo bhi hai uska aage and if you think about it yeah and if you think about it humna hansel and gretel that used to give me nightmares as a kid yeah yeah all of these things are very scary <laughs> Good ah, lord. And then uh okay so there's one more mm. uh rhyme it goes like um yeah. wait Down by the bay have you heard heard of it Ha so down by the bay where something something huh? uh uh But I will not go back to my home huh? because my mother will say, "Have you ever seen?" Or I guess something ridiculous like a goat in a boat, which huh? rhyme? Kya? Huh? So I read that his history. Huh? I said, "Why did I end up reading it?" Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, mm-hmm. some my son being only like eight months, nine months, usko koi language to samajh nahi aati. But every time it would come up, he would cry, and I don't know why. Like. Obviously, उसका कोई और random reason होगा but he wouldn't just like cry. He would listen to it. He would listen to it, and then he would make a, and then he, like as if emotionally he is triggered. My like it was, God. it would be very evident on his face that he's emotionally triggered, and he mm. would cry. Mm. Like मैंने randomly Google किया कि why does my child cry when he listens to this? I didn't really get a uh, get an answer. Yeah. But मैं because I got into like. Uh, uh, got into the nursery rhyme pata yeah. hi chala ki us, usme wo actually ye keh raha hai uh, ke i don't want to go back home where my mom is because because uski jo maa hai actually mm. usko dementia hai aur wo confuse karti hai cheeze aur usko hallucinations hoti hain so have you like my mother would say have you ever seen a goat rowing a boat down by the bay or my oh mother my would God, say have you ever depressing. seen a, uh, a bat play kya uh, cat playing with a bat down by the bay. so वो एक्चुअली में उसकी थीम ये है कि ही डजेंट वॉन्ट गो बैक टू होम टू हिज मॉम बिकॉज हिज मॉम हैज बेसिकली लॉस्ट हर माइंड सो डार्क 
Jeez. Yeah. But here, I'm sure yeah. that's not why my son was crying because he couldn't understand. <laughs> but children are perceptive. Babies are so perceptive. I don't know. But he would just... Yeah. He didn't cry. But when yeah. he was very small, so he would... And that's yeah. how I learned. So yeah, these like these rhymes are very twisted and They're weird. They're very twisted. <laughs> and imagine us there. We are singing. Ring, ring. Those are not knowing it's about the bloody plague. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't even know why. Yeah. Maybe they wanted to... tell kids what the hell is happening so they yeah. made them into rhymes to tell them listen like yeah, <laughs> there's god. a plague <laughs> and we're all yeah. dying oh my god hmm. <clears throat> yeah it's like very yeah. sugar coated yeah. sugar coat or rhyme karke na ek bahut dark si cheez batayi hui hai also come to think of it actually but maybe like red riding hood hmm Okay, so as a parent, do you think it touches upon don't talk to strangers or something like that? What do you think are the themes in Red Riding Hood? Never thought about that. Mm. But it is dark, isn't it? It is dark. I think the yeah. theme is that you don't go alone. Yes. And you don't talk to a stranger and you don't take a toffee. Because they could be sweet in the front, but they could be evil in, in the, back. the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so but her. even that used to freak <clears throat> me out. Red Riding Hood. Oh my God, mm-hmm. with a little Red Riding Hood and the freaking wolf and what the heck, yeah. Fairy tales, is it? Same matter. But maybe they could fairy tales me like Cinderella and stuff. Why does she need the prince to wake her up? <laughs> Why can't she get up on her own? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like so. You know, you have that whole patriarchal thing coming in. Going on, okay. You need a man to save you. <laughs> Uh, you need a man to say and humna don't you think disney has messed us up messed up our perception on love and relationships i think disney has a part to play but it's everything that's true yeah everything. it's all of yeah. um, all all love stories and yeah, bollywood ne kitna ajeeb kiya hai matlab i know like what is that that's yeah. true that's so true. i think it's yeah. all of it but ha yeah. disney ne kiya hai yeah uh, where you know you're just like my yeah. prince charming like i was recently reading this article about um ha <coughs> beauty and the beast <laughs> so usme i mean if you think about uh. it like he literally he kidnaps her and he keeps her locked away ha uh, they say ke wo hai ye ha there's some um, i'm totally like blanking out stockholm right? syndrome exactly <laughs> <laughs> Falling in love with your captor. Um, captor, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And then you know, dreaming about her name in Beauty and the Beast. She didn't dream about that one day he'll become a beautiful, handsome prince. No, she didn't. She didn't. Huh. She didn't care. She didn't care. Us, yeah. Uski actually theme here thi ke it doesn't matter how uh, like you don't have to be. Yeah. Basically, being ugly doesn't. मेक यू बैड उसकी ये थी कि वो एक्चुअली मैं अंदर से बड़ा नाइस और स्वीट था और वो था बट देन अगेन सी हम ना यू नेवर हैव कार्टून्स एंड स्टोरीज वेर द हैंडसम प्रिंस मैरीज अजेंड ओल्ड विच Yeah. Thinking, oh, she's got such a lovely nature. Yeah. It's always the women who are empathetic and who are accepting of the oh, beast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. <laughs> उसमेंट <laughs> 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 Yeah, 
आई थिंक वो लेसन हैं बट वो भी ट्विस्टेड है वही बात होती है कि ब्लैक एंड वाइट ही नहीं है कुछ तो आप क्या करें खैर या सो इज देर आई डोंट नो वे वी वेर हम इनमें घुस गए ago. But let's see. Video journalism. Video journalism, exactly. Mm. I mean, that's that is that is the way it is now. I mean, no one has the time to read a long form two thousand word piece anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, you ha- like you have to evolve with the times. You have to. Mm. You have to. Yeah. <clears throat> so so. But you know what? There's just one thing I'll add to this. I'm not. I'm not I'm not cementing anything. Okay, but this is what I'll do. Hmm. I just want to be in a fluid state of let's see what happens yeah. and take it a day at a like time. Like me, I'm like that. Like right? I, like I'm in a very fluid state. Yeah. Okay. Kuch bhi ban jao main kal ko. Is yeah. that I'm okay with that. I don't want to fixate on anything, yeah. you know. Yeah. Partial <clears throat> thing is that I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to fall flat on my face. Yeah. Wo na ho. Wo na ho. But and but at the same time the other thing is that maybe I'll be surprised if I don't have my grip on something. a bit you know weather beaten and we come out with bruises and we're emotionally exhausted but the sooner you go into the process of it the better the remaining part of your life will be yeah so don't romanticize self awareness that's something that i wanted to tell your platform your mm. viewers don't romanticize it and don't rush it yeah. yeah it's a tough thing to do it's not a it's not a like yeah. a, an easy place to be in or an easy thing to do like you have yeah. to be prepared for it have to be prepared <clears throat> for it yeah mm. uh, can you tell me though what are some ways that people can get, get into, into it, it? okay uh-huh. i think the first one is what you mentioned i think start with journaling yeah. keep a diary yeah. something that you know no one in your home will be able to see it should just be for you and your, yourself alone mm-hmm. write down your thoughts every single day not just when you hit a wall make sure you journal every single day um if you have an issue that you're dealing with write it down and like you also mentioning write the pros and cons try and see it from the both aspects the other thing is that um keep a tab on your emotions and know that your emotion is not the reality mm. it's just something that was conditioned in you mm. was a response to something in your external environment mm. that's it Mm. the emotion is not the reality mm. that's it okay, keep remembering that that's emotional intelligence yeah mm. it's very hard <clears throat> but as you keep realizing that 
let's say if you have an emotional meltdown or you flare up, as you keep becoming aware of it, that's why they say count to five. Don't react, count to five. Why do they say that? Mm-hmm. They say that because it gives you a few seconds to to come back into the self. And as you keep doing that, those five seconds, three seconds, your behavior gets bigger, bigger, bigger till you kill that pattern. Mm-hmm. You slay the dragon. Mm-hmm. So that next time someone else crops up who is the complete um, replica of someone in your past. Mm. This always happens. It's weird in this life. Who pops up, your response will be different to what it yes. was then. Because you've killed the pattern. Mm. So Very interesting. It's an elevation. Keep that in mind. Mm. I love that. Uh. <laughs> That was very good. I think uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think, yes, I started with writing as well. <clears throat> yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the most self-aware. This is, like I said, it's a whole journey. It is, um, yeah. But writing is, I think um, for me, writing may, just reflecting on yeah. how your day was, how your week was, what yeah. were the highs, what were the lows, what did you yeah. uh, hope to achieve but didn't achieve, and now what do you hope to achieve next? Exactly. You know, and, yeah so it's just, a game changer <clears throat> i think it yeah. the mark of clutter evo itna resolve simply by just putting it all out on paper absolutely yeah. and also one more thing because post covid and during covid a lot of us a majority of us have led very sedentary lifestyles and it's become more so now with work from home remote work you name it exercise get your body active even if it's just you know like you were remembering walking to up and down in your house with your little baby even if it's just you walking around your house with your fitbit on or whatever get your body active mm-hmm. when your body is active your mind is not a devil's workshop mm-hmm. true your body's active you're taking out <clears throat> all the toxins yeah. you know and you don't have time to really kind of like fester in the yeah, toxicity yeah d- dwell on the negative yeah things yeah exactly you know makes sense yeah yeah write an exercise guys (laughs) (laughs) really like people do say game changing but we don't ever take it seriously enough absolutely yeah with people like who've done it they know yeah and then the rest is history (laughs) the rest is history yeah yes and people will be able to see you've seen changes in yourself Hamna with your journaling journaling and yoga both yoga's movement yoga's incredible it unlocks the person yeah and they also say that your traumas are stored in your body yes so when you move your body you will release that is a great topic for you to explore by the way hmm. how your body stores trauma yeah. and how to release it yeah. that is very smart actually yeah. and the world is only abhi waking up to that waking up to that huh? yeah yeah anyway I think that brings us this conversation to an end <clears throat> we spoke lovely. for one hour 30 minutes oh my wow <laughs> <laughs> I had a podcast before this for one hour 20 minutes oh poor you you need to recuperate <laughs> No, I'm good. I really enjoyed both conversations. I think when you are stimulated and enjoying it, you don't feel it. That's true. Mm. I'll ask you in an hour. feel <laughs> <laughs> When you're out of it, you're just yeah. like, oh my God, I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for coming, for you, taking Hamna. up the time and for sharing these very profound thoughts. Thank you so much. Uh, with us. Thank you for giving me a platform to... <clears throat> share this. To share it. Yeah, mm. it means a lot. And your team is lovely, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I, I love your setup. 
thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into this episode um i learned so much i felt so you know connected to sonia Likewise. so much we could you know yeah, relate, uh, to. relate to yeah. <laughs> i'm sure many of you can as well so please leave your thoughts your comments आपको क्या लगता है एंड इफ़ यू लर्न समथिंग फ्राम दिस द होल पॉइंट इज़ दैट एंड डोंट फर्गेट टू लाइक एंड सब्सक्राइब इट इज़ वेरी इनक्रेजिंग फ्राम यू एंड यू डू दैट एंड आई सी यू अगैन नेक्स्ट टाइम अल्लाह हाफिज़